Behind the bells and whistles of most success stories are private, transformational moments that ultimately changed the course of our lives. You Did That celebrates the black sheep who are often the first or only ones in their community to find success on their own terms in leadership, relationships, and life. Most of our guests have two things in common. They have achieved something pretty cool, and they often have done it without a role model or template to follow. These success stories are both singular and universal, and we hope that they inspire you to do your thing too. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to You Did That, the podcast where we talk to really cool people doing really cool shit, often being the first or only ones in their community doing that. Um, I'm really, really excited today for our guest, Ryan Alexander Holmes, who's my buddy. We've done some speaking together. We've been on some panels together. Um, So I know this is going to be a great episode. Uh, Ryan is a Chinese and African-American actor and content creator who is bringing mixed ethnicity identity to the mainstream. Hi, Ryan. Welcome. Hi. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. And I do not love how much I hyped you up and made you sound like my favorite person in the whole world. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. But it's true. We've done some stuff with like Asian Mental Health Collective and Mm -hmm. uh, your Instagram content just like makes me giggle all the time. Yeah. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for watching. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's easy to do because you are talking about not only like Asian American identity, but mixed identity, which um, is its own unique experience. And so, you know, it's easy to support you because you really do, although it's like funny and (laughs) like very relatable, I think you do bring a lot of nuance to something that I'm sure yeah. in your experience, people like paint with a very clunky brush. So yeah, I think for, for me, the reason why I do it is just, <clears throat> I think for the longest time I never talked about it because if you don't opt out of, you know, what the mainstream sort of feeds you and what you consume, then you won't ever really be yourself or embrace parts of you that are, are you, but you don't feel comfortable sharing them because you, you know, you're afraid of being judged or you're afraid of being different. Um, and what I found when I did start embracing that is like a whole community of people who are like, damn, like, thank you for creating content that is not mainstream, but I can relate to. And it feels weird because for me, I'm just like, I just want to express myself. So I'm just expressing the parts of myself that I always wanted to express. And I didn't, I think the the community is a byproduct of that. Like that was unexpected. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's true that like I've never talked about making a sandwich and people coming up to me being like, thank you so much. Yeah. You know? I'm literally just talking about yeah. my life. Like it's not thank that you so great. much for making the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making a sandwich. You know? But yeah, I I can totally relate to what you're saying of like I did not set out here to be, you know, the Pied Piper of all the like black and Asian kids. I don't, I mean, I'm I'm literally just undoing stuff that I was doing for a long time. And I can imagine that it's such a, you're like, sometimes I'm out here saying things that are really, I don't know, on purpose, like very powerful, or like, I'm Mm -hmm. really making, making a statement. You're like, Mm -hmm. well, most of the time I'm kind of just making fun of myself, talking about how cool my parents are, or like (laughs) some day-to-day part of my life. And people are like, 
in tears being like, oh my God. Yeah. This is amazing. I feel so seen. I'm like, I, I, I'm, you know, surprised by that, but also empowered by the fact that like the thing, the way that I've lived my life, because I I never really talked about being mixed or Asian, Asian and black before like two years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting that people are surprised, you know, or Mm -hmm. elated when I show me just interacting with my Chinese grandma or like with my parents, you know, the the comedy that we get, that Mm -hmm. I live every time I go to my parents' house. You know what I mean? It's like, this is normal for me. Mm -hmm. And showing that to the world and realizing that it's not really normal makes me want to make it normalized. Mm -hmm. So but but the blessing for me is that all I got to do is just show what I just how I just interact with my family. Like I don't have to do anything different, you know. Yes, I. It's the only job where just being I can just show up and be me, and that's. Yeah, I feel job. like every job should be that, you know, in an, an ideal world, like every job should be you show up and you be yourself. I think what you're describing is communism. <laughs> <laughs> to a lot of people, that's communism, which is hilarious. <laughs> No. My God. Disclaimer. I'm just kidding, you guys. Um, yeah. Um, but I mean, listen. Go ahead. I don't. I don't want to go deep into that. But like, you know, communism and socialism in theory, great. But you know, never in practice ever. I think people who have uh, lived with it or under the threat of it, <clears throat> understandably, might have a, a different relationship to it. So. Of course. Cheers to that. Of course. <laughs> you know, I do want to point out though that, like, you you know, you said you really started uh, talking about this and like being visible about it two years ago, which you know, by the way, is like not that long. Mm. Um, you, but it's not that you like learned it or reconnected with it. You literally, that's been your whole life. You're like, it's all I've only just let you all in in the last two years. Yeah. And yeah. so I think sometimes people are like, oh, that's so cool that you like met your Asian grandma or like you started learning Chinese and you're like, oh, no, I no, yeah. that's been my whole life. I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just sharing this with you, you know. Yeah. Um, and I know you're not the like ambassador. You're not you're not like the only person who's doing this, but no. I really wanted to talk with you and hear your story. Um, just because like we have fun together, but also, um, you know, what, what I am choosing to celebrate about you is that you are one of the few people bringing specifically African-American and Chinese culture to the mainstream. And there's so much, um, I think mixed identity is like, I don't know if it's technical, I don't, wouldn't say it's having a moment, but a lot more people are talking about it, but I see in your content a lot, like you have felt like or in many cases have actually been the only person of your mixed heritage yeah. in your communities and so yeah yeah you know, like I don't know if you've ever walked into a room of a bunch of people who are just like you in that way which I mean um, actually I don't know if you have no no I mean maybe I need to start like a collective or something let's just do um, a, what would be that not comic con what would be the con for like for this Blasian con Blasian. yes do it. Blasian, Blasian con 
Blazer I mean, Cop. That'd be dope. That Even if dope. it was just like 10 of us. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, n- now that I've been making content for a while, I've, and this community has expanded and I, you know, I have like a lot of friends that are black and Asian mm-hmm. actually. And we, you know, the group is getting bigger, you know, and we try to hang out as much as we can, but I can't underestimate how actually mm. amazing that is, you know, like you can't as um, somebody who started my Afghan American women's yeah, group, yeah. even everybody just logging in with their beautiful names, like we mm-hmm. cry every time. That's what I'm like, saying. Every time a new group happens, we were like, oh my God. That's, First, everybody funny. just checks if they're related, and then everybody. Like, <laughs> yeah, are we dist? Are we first, second, third cousins? Are you my, you know, distant uncle? Um, yeah, it's it's crazy too because like I have friends who are black, black and Asian, but like they're African. You know, I'm African American. They're African, and then they're you know native Vietnamese, and it's like couldn't be any more different actually like yeah actionality right. wise but we are so connected in the fact that we are both black and asian so it, it's kind of like doesn't matter your nationality or what asian or what black you are we have so many things to talk about and so many things to relate about so i find that fascinating too i do too and i really deliberately you know not to be glib about it but that american that really throws a wrench in things. The 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 Amer- yeah the American yeah, like part, that yeah. part of the hyphen like um, yeah that's why I'm very deliberate about saying it's like Afghan American or Afghan diaspora women's group yeah. because we definitely don't have the same experience as <clears throat> people in Afghanistan. Well, yeah, I mean the people in Afghanistan when they're surrounded by other people who are just like them with the same names, mm-hmm. you know, it's a monoracial country to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in America, it's like you're not the mainstream, you know, way more susceptible to Eurocentric beauty standards. Not to say that countries that, you know, mm-hmm. aren't dominated by Europeans don't also have that that Eurocentric beauty standard. But it's it was it was very prominent in my upbringing in America. You know, I, I also modeled uh, for a, for a while. um you know, after college, during college and early high school, actually. And there was no people of color really in any sort, any of the, in any, like in the modeling behind the camera and the creative side and the art department and the makeup department, like there was no people of color when I was doing it. And so now to see that, 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 you know, sort of, I want to say completely changed. There's still a lot of change. Yeah. But I didn't, when I was there, I always felt alone and no one knew what to do with my hair. And I was always surrounded by white boys. And I always just was like, hmm, like, what do I need to do to get more jobs? Because do I need to look more white? Do I need to hang out with more white people? Like that's, that. and, and I'm not like, I'm not attacking white people. That's just who runs everything in that industry, in that specific industry. So it's like, if you want to succeed, it's almost like you need to, sort of understand how how uh to blend in that's how it felt i can imagine that's very much like a mind fuck because that is always the message and we know we're not attacking white people but we are attacking like whiteness with a capital w and how it just 
it really like pervades everything that without even knowing it but I can imagine how confusing that is like high school is confusing enough but then I'm imagining that like modeling is that but you know to this degree but where they're like well that's why we hired you and they'll say that to your face or they'll say that (laughs) they'll talk about you next to you I'm sure Mm -hmm. and saying like well we need someone who isn't this and so that's why we do want a more diverse look or whatever but also they're just expecting you not to be too like diverse yeah. in any way yeah, don't don't, don't i mean we hired you because you look different but don't act different yeah oh my god that's so <laughs> like don't so damn just it blend in. just blend in with our culture speak like us do everything like us but just you already look that way so that's why we hired you yeah like just literally just be there and look pretty yeah um you know so you mentioned that you've been really focusing on this for the past few years. And I'm curious for you, um, I, I like to ask people, like, what is the moment that became official for you? Hmm. I, that's kind of like a weird question to ask you, because what I'm asking is like, when did you become who you are? And you're like, um, no, I know what you mean, though, kind mm-hmm. of. Or maybe like what d- made you decide to to do that? I think for me, it's a uh private versus public thing like when did you become publicly Mm -hmm. when did you start publicly fully embracing who you are right Mm -hmm. and yeah like I said that was two years ago it came from like a lot of pain and trauma from BLM and stop Asian hate you know when the Mm -hmm. BLM happened there's like you know a lot of Asians a lot of all people of all colors and creeds marching in the streets that I felt very empowered and then when stop Asian hate happened it's almost like that got a lot of the anti-blackness in the Asian community started showing its face again, you know, cause I experienced it as a kid, um, being black and Asian in an, in an Asian environment, I definitely experienced a lot of anti-blackness. But for me, when, when that happened, I saw both my communities fighting each other, you know, and I saw the media sort of perpetuating it. So I felt like I had to say something and it was very raw and emotional. And I, you know, put it in 500 words and I posted it on Subtle Asian Traits, which is like, you know, um, the biggest Asian group on Facebook for, you know, Asian millennials and the Asian diaspora across the world. And I really didn't expect for it to be viral or to get any, um, I, I really, I just wanted to express myself. It didn't even, ex- I didn't even think that they would approve it but they did approve it. And what I experienced was like 95% support, which I didn't expect. You know, I think, I don't know what the numbers were like. There was like 20,000 comments or something on there. Like, I I don't know what that even meant at the time. I was like, that's a lot. I can't imagine 20,000 people commenting. I'm just like, that's so many. I don't, you know, I had no understanding because I wasn't even on social media. Like uh, I had left social media mm-hmm. kind of to escape, you know, yeah. that I was dealing with um, in, the, in my communities. Um, and so seeing all the support that I got made me think like, oh, like my voice matters. I never really thought that my voice mattered or my opinion mattered or people would get behind that, you know? Um, and so that just started me on a course of just making content. And what I realized when I started making content was 
that I had, you know, I had gone to drama school, you know, I am an <laughs> actor, I have all these skills. And I just used all those skills to continue to create content that can touch people's hearts and make them feel seen. But also I'm, I'm, I'm also touching my own heart and making myself feel seen. So there is like just me creating content helps me, but it also, it was great that it also helps other people that are like, like me that are going through, you know, um, identity crises or were raised a certain way um to embrace themselves but the public didn't accept that but i'm over here saying fuck that just express yourself there's a whole community of people like um, i'm the public i'm accepting it yeah and also what i what i realized too is is that it extends far beyond just being black and asian right that the the, the message truly is universal and so i felt even more empowered because there was a, along the journey there was like you know i don't want to be known as just the blasian guy but what I realized is that's, that is like the culture is when you, I feel like when I started embracing who I was, like the black and Asian, I realized like, yes, this is a part of me and I love it, but that's not all of who I am. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have so much more than that, but I'm so glad that I'm able to embrace that every day, but I'm not going to get lost in the sense that like, that's just who I am. And that's all I do. Yeah, I'm not going to define um, myself based on this and they yeah. talk about Oh my gosh. I feel like I say this at least once a week, but, um, that idea of, I think we, we all go through this when we're figuring out who we are, like shout out to all of my pictures of my, me in junior high that I'm so glad are not on the internet, <laughs> but like, as we try on these different things and we find what fits, then everybody goes through this period of being like, super that thing. And like, yeah. it does define you and you yeah. have to like, almost overcompensate slash be really excited about it slash like you know beat people over the head with it mm -hmm. we have to go through that period so yeah sometimes you know there's people listening who like are in that period and that is important and that's good yeah and just trust that over time you will integrate that into all the other cool things that you are too and it won't be the most important it won't define you um it'll just be one of the many cool things about you but sometimes it's hard for people to that would be my cat sometimes it's hard for people to um, see that part of the future and they're like well I only hang out with people like this and if you yeah. don't like this about me then I can't fuck with you and yeah. we all go through that period I love that's actually my favorite time yeah you will you will settle in and it's not I'm you know we're not being condescending or being like you'll understand when you're older but you'll understand when that part of you settles into. Yeah, I think that's it. It's kind of a healthy thing to express your anger, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think, um, you know, you just don't want to get lost in that and not have a way out. <laughs> and, yeah. and that just becomes your whole identity. That's, yeah, I want to be able to connect with anybody, you know? I want to be able to share my story with anybody and for them to connect to it. That's sort of like, it's the whole point. It's the whole point. And, it, and we're all humans, right? So I think the closer I get to that while also still sharing my specific story is what I want to do. Yeah. You said that really casually, but I can just imagine how loaded the idea of anger is for a black person and for an Asian American person. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, 
I don't know. I, everything, everything that I do has humor in it. Like everything, because there's always like a, there always has to be sort of that. And we're not laughing it off. I'm not laughing it off. It's very serious. These, these issues are very important, but also, you know, with the anger, there's laughter with the sadness, there's laughter. Um, you know, and I think my, my dad taught me that, you know, my dad grew up in the deep South, the, the Jim Crow deep South yeah. in poverty, yeah. you know, and every time me and my dad talk, it's, you know, even if it's something that's very uh, sad or very depressing, or, you know, they're recalling trauma that he's experienced or I've experienced in my life, like there's always humor with it too. There has to be that balance. There has to be, there has that's to be how that balance. Survive things. That's healthy. You know what I mean? There should be that balance. So, I mean, you, that's how I, that's how I live my life, but that's also, you know, how I sort of convey my messages in my, the concept that I create, you know, because people want to laugh, you know what I mean? And if you're going to give something heavy, like, and you want the message to be heard, especially like that's a way that's a vehicle in order to get it heard you know yeah you it's like the ultimate flex to to honestly be able to laugh at some of your deepest pain right yeah <laughs> but not but not to sort of um i i think it's important to say it's it's not to sort of deflect it yeah right it's, it's to, not avoiding it, it. able not... to keep going through it you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. that's a really yeah. important distinction that i think Everybody who has that deep pain knows exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. that's the only people I'm talking to. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get stuck in, in the pain and in, in, the, in a way that you start to identify it as who you are. Yeah. That, I mean, we have all encountered the people who are stuck in that pain oh, yeah. and who want to bring it everybody with them. Yeah. You just can't help everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your favorite thing you've learned about yourself through this discovery process? I think the, my favorite thing that I've learned is that, I, don't, I guess, I guess this answers the question. I used to be very, no, I still am very scared of public speaking um, and also just being the center of attention. And I still, I did a panel, you know, in front of 400 people like a couple weeks ago. And I got on stage and I was literally shaking. I don't think anyone noticed. Yeah, I don't think anyone noticed. But what I realized is like the thoughts that I used to have of you're gonna you're gonna mess this up or like you know don't say the wrong thing. Or, uh, th those don't really those don't exist anymore. But my body still reacts in the same way to the nervousness. Mm -hmm. But my mind is calm and clear. So even though I'm shaking, I'm like, I'll be, you know, so aware of it. I'll be like, oh, I'm kind of shaking right now. I guess I am kind of, oh, my heart's beating kind of fast. Huh. That's interesting. Just, I'm about to say some really cool stuff. And yet yeah, but like, I'm, you know, I'm ready for the question when it comes and I'm just going to answer it how I always have answered it. Because I think once you have the experience of doing it all the time yeah, and, and, and also going through the fear, you know, mm -hmm. Your body will tell you, ah, da, da, da. but you, <laughs> but your experience is telling you, I know what I'm doing. Your mind is telling you, I've done this before, right? So even though you know my legs are shaking, my hands are shaking, my voice is calm, collected, clear. My thoughts are clear. I'm articulating everything I want to say. You know, 
And so I'm just like, okay, it's just a matter of time until my body catches up. But like, I'm continuing to go through the fear and, and also it never gets easier. You just get stronger and better at what you do. You know, the, the misconception yeah. is that it's, oh, it's going to be easy eventually. No, it's not. It's never easy. You just get better and you that's get stronger. Really, that's really good advice. And yeah. people say that advice a lot, but I like that you're putting it in this context of yeah. like, oh, I'm really excited to say what I'm about to say. And also I'm sweating through my suit. (laughs) Two things can be true. And and you can say that. You can say that to the crowd. Like I'm very nervous right now and I'm shaking, but actually I can, I'm ready to talk with you guys. Um, Let me just wipe the sweat under my armpits off. Yes, that is like my number one tip for people like public speaking, giving any kind of talk is like, you know, flattery will get you everywhere. Mm And like, just literally, oh, people are like, oh my God, what's my opening line? How about you just say like, how glad you are to like be doing this? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, that's good. Let me write that down. I'm like, yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I don't know why you're out here giving talks that you don't want to give. Like if you can't yeah. say that, then, you know, cancel. I think that's another thing. That's another thing. It's like, as I continue to grow and become, you know, get more opportunities, um, what I realized is I could always have said no to the things that I didn't want to do. And, and because I did say no a lot and not go certain, do certain things, even in the beginning, I'm realizing like, oh, wow. Like I'm, I'm getting opportunities that I want to do. Yeah. And I don't do opportunities that I don't want to do. And that's fine. You know, yeah. maybe it'll take longer, maybe not even necessarily. But it might it I, won't take longer because that other stuff just wastes your time, honestly. Yeah, and it's not my path. So even if I was getting because even if I was getting more money, it's just like for what though? Like yeah, what am I getting see. the money for? Right. If I'm not doing it in the way that I want to do it, you know? Um un- unfortunately or fortunately, I was just raised to kind of go in the direction that my heart tells me to go. Um and so it's, even if I wanted to, like something about it like, makes me, there's some spidey sense telling me like, don't do that. If you don't want to do it, just don't do it, you know, which has gotten me in trouble. Like, you know, as a child, I got me in trouble a lot with my <laughs> I don't parents. Know, and my spidey brothers. sense is one word for it. I think, you yeah. know, just your parents' voice in your head being like, you know, do what you yeah. want to do. Yeah, but it's not, I'm not mean. I'm not yeah. like, no, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. I'm just like, no, I, 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 I'm, you know, I have a professional excuse at the ready. Yeah. Know? Or like, this not for me. I think or what you're looking yeah. for. Is, yeah. And in God's speed, like, I think that you, what you're doing is incredible, but I don't see where I fit in this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I will, I'll pass on those opportunities, you know, but, and that's acting, that's, content creation that's companies coming to me to be an influencer for campaigns and stuff and Mm -hmm. I there's also like you know I think I think it's great to have a brand that is who you are because then it's like oh this doesn't it's not just that it doesn't fit with my brand it doesn't fit with who I am because those are both the same so it's actually an easy decision to make you know like can you all see me doing this no you can't yeah and I can't see myself doing it either because who I give you is who I am. It makes it a lot I easier. Really, 
It does simplify things. <laughs> I think that's also good advice for people um, like entrepreneurs, people who are trying things like whether you know it or not, you have a brand, you are a brand. Sorry. Yeah. If you want people to know about you, it's basically, I just say your brand is your vibe, your personality, mm-hmm. like who you are, and you're representing yourself all the time. So you do need to like get clear on those things, on your values, on what's important to you. What kind of person do I want to be and yeah. who do I want to align with, whether it is, you know, my friend who's going to come on my podcast or whether it's this like, <laughs> we're not going to talk about the large sportswear brand and the, uh, famous spokesperson who just parted ways with them but I also liked what you said about like stuff doesn't get easier it, you just get stronger and you mm-hmm. um like if it's getting easier then I think you're kind of doing it wrong oh well, it's kind of boring it's it's easy too yeah because then it's like you're doing the same stuff all the time and yeah yeah some people like that I personally would be very bored but maybe I would be very, very bored. What is easy? I mean, without being cliche, it's like, oh, challenge yourself. And I, I, I get that, but it's also like constantly becoming the person that you want to become. And I think never, I don't want to sound like cliche, but never being satisfied with where you, I don't think that's the right thing, way to say it, but well, you know, you're always becoming. Yeah. You're never arriving. You're always becoming. And there's always another layer to explore within yourself. Um, And that can be translated also into the things that you're doing, right? Like if you're constantly becoming, your work is also changing as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. If you allow it to, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm trying to say. No, I get it. And the thing is like, there's a difference between changing for other people or just kind of looking around you and being like, well, what should I do now versus yeah. like, versus letting that be a more internal process, which of course is influenced by your environment. But yeah. I think people sense that congruence. People sense that like, oh, cool. Like you're into this now or cool, Sarah, like whatever you're, you started a podcast. Like, of course you did. That makes sense. And um people love to go on that journey with you as long as they can tell it's something that you're truly passionate about, that you're interested in. You're not just like, well, I think I should start doing this because so-and-so is doing this. And people are like, yeah. nah, you don't need to do that. Yeah. I, I saw also just like <laughs> taking advice from other people. <sighs> I don't even know how to say this. Like, I yeah, because I'm an artist and an actor and a creative person sometimes taking advice from like business people I have to take it with a grain of salt because sometimes it's highlighted with their opinions about like how I should do things but also they don't they're not thinking about the art they're thinking about this is the most efficient rational way to do this and you need to think about money and how it's gonna and I'm like but then that doesn't help me actually get money in the long no. run because I'm not actually thinking about the art. And oh, like, that was that's so... why people follow me. <laughs> that was so generous of you that you were like, most business people are just looking for the most efficient way to do things. And I'm like, yeah. no, a lot of business people wish they were 
rock stars and movie stars and artists and that's true too. they're just feeding their ego and like yeah. i'm not on stage so let me just do it this way and it's like yeah i personally yeah. am a celebrity in my own mind and so i don't have that problem <laughs> but, but you, need you know like that the, the business people need empathy yeah. right and if you don't have that you're just literally thinking about running like a business like a you're machine not thinking about feelings or thought i mean look at twitter right now there's no, <laughs> no look away look away yeah. from twitter right now but there's no humanity um, in it and i think that is a thing that if you're talking to humans then you need to like connect with them and yeah. it, that is also really good advice of like <clears throat> people love to say like oh find someone that you want to be like in five or 10 years and listen to them, but you don't have their same experience. You don't know if their freaking family's paying for stuff or they're married yeah. to someone who's bankrolling their whole thing or how many people behind the scenes are helping that. Like we don't know their story. And even as something as simple as like, I see um, like therapists and coaches do this a lot where they're like, how do I set my prices? And they're like, well, just look what people around you are charging and charge that. And I'm like, that makes zero sense because you don't know why they're charging that. You don't know mm -hmm. what they're operating cost. Anyway, no, I'm getting into. No, 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 but you're right. Like there is a, there's a specificity. It's really yeah. not that simple. It's not. And they will say that to you as if it is because they're not experienced seeing the same thing that you are. And I think also in this social media content creation game, like people really don't understand it. Even the people that are in it you know? So yeah. <laughs> speaking with that confidence and not even being in the realm of it is ridiculous to me, but <laughs> it's not like there's nothing to be learned, right? Like yeah. there is still something to be learned. You just have to take what they're saying and apply it to your situation because they're not taking what they're saying and applying it to your situation. They're just applying it to like business Everybody. acumen 101. Yes. And it's not applying it to the structure, the specific structure, you know? Yeah, that's great. People should do that. How should I personally do that? And they're like, yeah, yeah just do this. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, some people are very like, <laughs> you're doing it the wrong way. I went Please, to school. Let yeah. me come save you from all yeah, the Yeah, let me save you and talk down to you because ha ha ha, you're just this influencer content creator. You don't know what you're doing. I'm a businessman. Businessman. Man, people know my face. They don't know yours. Thank you anyway it's different you know yeah. it's just a different ball game so um and this is one question that i like to ask everybody as we wrap up here um what would your <clears throat> what would your younger self think if they saw you now how younger 15 what was the first version of you that came to mind my younger self would be like, what, what are you doing, man? You're supposed to be in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Your younger self would be like surprised slash mildly disappointed. Is that like, it? Yeah, you'd be like, you're supposed to be like one of the greatest players ever to play the game of, of basketball. And you're making content on, <laughs> on Instagram. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I thought you said you were mean to yourself. You wouldn't be mean. He would just be like, oh, cool, I guess. But we were supposed to be in the NBA. Anyway, what's what's going on? What are you doing now? 
your influence yeah. oh okay, cool your younger self would be like oh this is so nice when um yeah so you get up and go to work or yeah so what yeah what so did you play basketball before or no oh you must be retired (laughs) did you retire this is what you do after your mba career or i love that your younger self will be clowning you (laughs) clowning and judging the shit out of me and so sad and disappointed like damn we didn't make it to the nba wrong oh my gosh you know what that tells me (laughs) that your inner child is like the most optimistic and hopeful (laughs) like reaching for the stars oh no i mean it would be dope to have that conversation with my younger self. Yeah. Um, because you your question was, what would your younger self say to say to you, or what would you to say to your younger self? Oh, what would your younger self think if they saw you today? <laughs> I mean, they they'd be happy in the sense that, like, oh wow, like you hang out with other Black and Asian people. I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. Oh wow, you're like proud that you like you know you wear like the clothes and like. You're like happy that you went to Chinese school because, you know, the younger self would be like, I hate Chinese school. Yeah. I hate this. It's like jail. It's like prison. And they don't know what's going on. And they, my parents, they abandoned me at this place. I don't know anybody, you know. It's so boring. I hate this. But I would be like, yo, take it seriously, man. Like it's, it's actually a great period of time in your life because you're going to look back and, you know, wish you embraced it more, you know. Um, even if you're embarrassed, even if you're shy, like, you know, that doesn't, in the long run of things, I think that's what, and and I think at a certain point, like, kids just need to go through that because they have to experience it. It's character building. But I don't I think I would have like, Wait, why was I embarrassed? Like, I was just yes. experiencing something. Like, why was I embarrassed of who I was? And like, be afraid, be, don't be afraid to like make fun of yourself. You know what I mean? Or, or call out the embarrassment that you're feeling in the moment. It's like, I'm embarrassed right now. Yeah. And I think the number one thing is to, to be able to stand alone, right? Because once you're able to stand alone, then you find out who you are. And then when you find out who you are, then you're with other people who are like you, as opposed to, you know, getting embarrassed and not being who you are and trying to fit in the mainstream and then feeling depressed and sad. And you don't know why, because you're trying to be like everybody else when really you're unique and you have so much to share with the world, but you're like, nah, I want to be like everybody else. That's a lot of people, you know? (laughs) Those are really like well said, like that you just put that whole experience in a nutshell of like my whole entire life. So (laughs) thanks for reading. Thank you. I hope I hope I'm gonna go cry now. Thank you very much. I hope I answered your question. You did, you did. I loved it. And also that reminded me that a lot of your content is with your younger self. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. Whatever filter, it's so cute. (laughs) How close is that filter to your actual like younger pictures? It actually, it actually kind of looks like my younger self Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, it's not that far off. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. so yeah. Well, I really appreciate this conversation and so much yeah. of what you said resonated with me personally. And I think with a lot of people who feel like, you know, who we're talking to is people who are like, I I'm really scared that I think I'm the only one of me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I feel about that. And yeah. you too can not be a professional basketball player and instead be touching the hearts and lives of kids all over the world. Um, how can people find your content and learn more about your work? Um, 
uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram. My handle's Ryan Alex H R Y A N A L E X H. Bam. Love it. We're definitely going to put that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Ryan. I really always enjoy our conversations and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of You Did That. My name is Sarah Stanizai. More about all our amazing guests and the You Did That community by going to my website at www.sarahstanizai.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review. And thank you to the woman-owned business All Out Virtual for producing this episode.